Okay, we're we're recording. All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And And we we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. Director three. Oh, oh, hello. How are you? Director three. That's right. <laughs> I, I just was like, oh, I already forgot about that. I've moved on to the next thing. It's April 2nd, man. <laughs> we're, we left March in the dust. Oh my goodness. So exciting though. Holy catzeroli. I feel huge. like huge. Well, huge, but I just feel like we just keep coming on here and saying how amazing it is. And like, getting the text like we get all of these texts and it's like so and so did this and this and this and this and this you know and it's the just end like of the month is so fun like it's just oh. constant text like this person ranked up this person ranked up this person ranked up this person ranked up and then you know everybody's hopping on like I'm 200 points away like what can I do and then there's a plan and then you get the text and it's just so exciting and yours it's is so huge fun. it's a huge deal you did it so quickly d3 is like I mean, it's a big deal and I'm just so proud of you and you just, I'm in awe constantly of what you're able to do and how you lead the team and all of that. Oh my gosh. Well, you too. And just your words. I mean, you know, (laughs) it's the words for me. And so just (laughs) even when you posted, I was like crying like a little baby. I was like, oh my gosh, how do you come up with such nice words? Jonathan's like, are you going to watch the show or not? I'm like, not until I shouted out stuff. (laughs) Obviously, <laughs> give me five minutes. <laughs> Don't you know how this works? To this do something nice. <laughs> it was so great because we have um, a leadership conference coming up. And so a lot of the girls were working towards that and they had to, you know, earn a part of it this month. And, you know, for for other businesses, what makes this so unique is that, yes, we keep seeing these rank ups, but it's because there's two different ways that people can rank up is their business side or their customer side. And so it's not a pressure if people are, you know, not ready to grow their team. And, you know, so anyways, thank you so much for your words. And of course, oh my gosh, thank you so much for all your hard work. I can't (laughs) express to people what you put into our team. And (laughs) I've never seen it before. I've never experienced it before. And it is clear that the people are doing, they are working, but they are doing what you say and that is working for them. And you just are pouring into people constantly and always have new ideas and always, you know, making the next guide and, Hey, I'm going to change this and I'm going to do this. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Uh, Let me know when you're done. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's been, it's just awesome. Amazing. Well, and it's fun because for people when they're coachable and it's like, you have to pivot. Like if, if there's anybody listening and they're like, well, I've tried something like this before and it just didn't work or, you know, you have to pivot. Like there's many different ways of growing your business and being successful. And you have to be willing to continuously show up and put in the work, but you also have to be willing to pivot when you're done pivoting, you've given up. 
you've given up that ability to grow. So I love that you say that there's many different ways to do it because I was getting very stuck in, I don't do it like you do it. And so then I'm just going to fail or I'm going to fall behind or what, whatever that looks like. And I've tried to keep reminding myself, like, we don't all have to do it the same. Like you're the way you do it is the way is, is like the way you've learned to do it and what's worked for you. You're sharing what you like tried and true proven ways to do it. Um, but also I have to remind myself like, no, you were doing it. Like you were doing it as a yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I was doing it before you were doing this specific business. Absolutely. And, like, don't like, don't feel like I have to do it exactly how you do it to be able to be successful. And I don't know. I just, I love that. I love that there's multiple ways to do it. You know, yeah. everyone's different. Like just that's the beauty of it. We're all so different and yeah, being coachable, being open to trying different things that maybe make you uncomfortable. That's probably the key is like, okay, you can't just stay comfortable all the time. And, um, yeah. you are such a good pusher, but also the best cheerleader in the entire world. Like people want to make you proud because it feels so good to make you proud because Aww. you're just, you're just, yeah. So it, it's been so fun. Yeah. And we, I had a few things this week and we'll probably talk about that more next week, but you know, it's just, it really is like I've won. I've won before, but I was winning alone and I cheerlead so hard because Mm -hmm. what feels good for me is for everybody else's win. And so we're, we are so lucky. And what exactly like you showing up and being authentic you that's really what this is all about too is just people showing up and being yeah. who they are right and that's that's absolutely why our team is so dynamic too because uh, we are different yeah and that's the vibe attracts your tribe part right like yes I attract different people than you would attract and yeah you know, the different people on our team attract different people and I was going to talk about this next week too but so I had a call with one of our girls um, recently and it just gave me so much peace because in the moment that I hung up the phone with her, I'm like, this is how I'm able to lead our team. This is how I'm able to pour into the women one-on-one because that is my thing. And it was like, she just spoke life into me. I was the one supposed to be helping her. And just like, it just gave me this like confirmation that no, I am doing this too. And I just have a different gift than you have. And it doesn't, it's not better or worse. It's just different. And I still serve a purpose and they still need me to show up. I know you didn't think I didn't serve a purpose. That's just, (laughs) Um, but so that was great. Um, that felt really good to like hang up the phone and be like, Oh, Ta-da. Oh, wow. like have this aha moment. Like, okay, yes, this is where I'm able to show up for them because yeah. this is where I thrive. My I goodness, is your that. lawn getting mowed? I mean, I'm so sorry. And <laughs> we're really trying to behave, meaning we're supposed to be using our, you know, we used to have the studio and so everything was amazing. And now Ooh. we're trying to use our AirPods and everything, but literally as soon as we got on here, my lawn guys showed up. <laughs> you put your things on and I'm like, oh, there's something's wrong. I hear a, like a weird vibration. <gasps> no, that's the lawnmower. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I'm sorry, everybody. No, 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 totally fine. So I talked a little bit last week about this idea of agreements, right? And so not even weird. I was going to say so weirdly it kept coming up. Like it's, it's not weird. It's meant to be right. This word agreements keeps popping up in front of me. 
I was, um, you know, so I'd read that book, Love and War, and it talked about the agreements we make, like about our spouse. And then um, I was looking for my next book to read for 75 Hard. And I was just going through my cabinet of books and the four agreements just is like popping out at me. And I don't know if I've ever read it. I don't know if I read it a long time ago. I don't know. But I was like, okay, so I grabbed like three books out that were options. And that was the one I gravitated toward. And I'm like, hmm, this like word keeps coming up. And then I was driving Caleb to work the other day and there was a podcast and it was a Joyce Meyer one and it was about agreements. And I'm like, okay, like I see you, I hear you. I know this is something. Loud and clear. Loud loud and clear, clear. God, I hear you. (laughs) Um, So I've just like dug into agreements in lots of different areas. Um, my notes are a mess. So plan on hearing me say, um, a lot while I find my face <laughs> and figure how, how in the world this is all supposed to make sense. Yeah. Um, but so initially I was talking about the, the agreements, right? So we all make agreements with Satan. So this occurred to me as I was writing these out, like I'm ugly, I'm stupid. I'll never be successful. I'm fat. I'll never meet the right partner. I'm an addict. I'm, I'll never get out of debt. Right. These are self-limiting beliefs. So our self-limiting beliefs are simply just agreements with Satan. Mm-hmm. Right. So me saying my whole life, I'll never be successful. I've just been in agreement with the enemy all my life. Yeah. Um, So these statements that are in complete opposition to what God says about you and the life he has for you, right? I mean, so many. There are so many. If I really sat down to think about it, um, Satan is the father of lies. I said that last week. So when you believe any of these lies for your life, you're in agreement with Satan and not receiving the fact that God has made you in his image. Uh So you're trying so hard to be in your faith and you're a believer and we're all, you know, all about Jesus. And and it's just all a part of the journey because it's like so much, you can't fix what you don't, aren't aware of. Like if you haven't figured it out yet, you you can't fix it. So it's just all this journey of becoming more aware, right? So he's given you the power, the talents, the strengths, all the gifts that you need to do anything that he has called you to do. So the favor of God is upon you. If you will break these agreements and walk in the truth, we're walking in a lie every day of our lives. Um, And the first step towards that personal freedom is awareness. If you're not aware that your mind is full of wounds and agreements um, from like from your past, right? From, From everything you've dealt with in your life, then you can't begin to heal the wounds and you continue the suffering. Mm-hmm. And that's really what these agreements are. They're suffering. And this is exactly where Satan wants you. And he wants you in these vulnerable, he knows right where to get you, right? Um, he knows. He's smart. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that was kind of my initial realization. And then, um, you know, in the Joyce Meyer podcast, she was talking about what the Bible says about agreement. And Matthew 18, 19 says, again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my father in heaven, right? So this is being in agreement. This is the power of agreement. So while that's the power of a positive agreement, these agreements that we make with Satan are negative agreements. Um, So let's see, where do I go next? I'm telling you what, these notes are a mess. (laughs) I worked really. So the problem is I wrote too many notes. And so I wrote like, uh, it's just, it's a disaster. So let's see. Um, it, so it talked about how we have the power to change our lives at any moment if we're yes. unhappy with something. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when the words always or never enter the equation, you're almost always into an agreement, right? Yeah. She's always nagging. He's always annoying. That's the one. Um, I'll never be <laughs> successful. I'll never be happy. Always, never. It's like they yeah. tell you like um, when you're in school, like if you're taking a, a true or false test, if it says always or never, it's almost always false, right? right. It's not true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so an agreement begins as a very subtle but momentous shift, right? Where we believe the spin. We go mm-hmm. with the feeling and we accept it as reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's deception. It's not reality. So now that you've bought into this lie and made this agreement, Satan's work is done. He can just sit back and watch you self-destruct because it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So I'm constantly finding evidence for these agreements that I've made. I'll never be successful. I could find evidence in that every single day. He's always annoying. I can 100% find evidence in that every single day. Every time. Um, all the time. So all he, all he has to do is just give us that little tiny seed. And then we take it ourselves and our mind goes crazy with it. Um, and then your life becomes defined by your agreements. How sad. Yeah. It always comes back to two, like whether you think you can or can't, you're wrong. Whether you, you know, you're, you're right. Talk, talking about the one-on-one calls, even with our team, whether it's a team call where we're all on there or it's a one-on-one call that we're talking to people. Mm-hmm. How many times do you literally hear me say, take it back? Yeah. You're, you always like, you cannot <laughs> talk like that. You cannot like, talk like that if you're going to be successful or if this is going to go well, or if yeah. you're going to hit your And they'll be or, like, yeah. what do you mean? And I'm like, take it back. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. what, what you just said, take it back. Like literally unspeak it, say, okay, I take it back because that's exactly what's been happening for so long. Mm -hmm. You're just believing the lie. Believing the lie. Um, So this book, The Four Agreements. So I have mixed feelings. Like I think it's great and I want it to be something that I continue to read, but it's one of those things where they, they reference God, but they reference the universe and they reference the thing. Like it's God, it's, it's God. And for me, when I read it, I 100% take it as God and my faith and the Bible and the truth, right? The truth to me is God. Um, So it's just one of those like, eh, yeah, like, you know, people like the secret and manifestation and all these things like it's God. Um, So it talks about domestication. Hmm. So as children, so it's like we're domesticated like animals, but like as children, information is just shared with us that we believe is true. Right. We didn't decide what to believe. We're just shaped by our parents, our teachers, the adults in our life. And we just agreed. Right. So these are agreements that were just placed upon us that we had no choice in. And then this creates our entire belief system. Your belief system becomes your book of law and the Mm -hmm. book of law rules your mind. So all the things that your parents taught you and said to you. Right. They all became the, the rules by which you live. Mm-hmm. Um, so these agreements that we've made knowingly or not are the fundamental source of our suffering. Mm-hmm. However, these agreements are comfortable because they've always been there, right? They're comfortable and they make us feel safe. That's our brain's job. Make us feel safe. This has always been there. This is comfy. So even if they're harmful and they're causing suffering, we hang on to them. Yeah. <clears throat> so the first thing, um, is, becoming aware. And I feel like this is the journey. I actually was interviewed yesterday and she said, um, if you could like 
pass down something, you know, for, for generations to like learn or to know, what would you share with them? And for me, it's just like, as soon as you possibly can in your life, start to figure yourself out. And I know that sounds so crazy, but and like, what does that even mean? But like, yeah. none of us escape even childhood without trauma, right? And mm-hmm. the sooner we can start like putting the pieces of the puzzle together, why do I behave this way? Why do I react that way to things? Why, what makes me tick? What is this? Why do I get um, offended by this? Why is this a trigger? Like, this is just such my journey that I'm on currently at 40 years old. And I think you can only, um, you can only decide so much, you know, the timing of it, because I don't know, it just takes like wisdom and knowledge and life, right? Yeah. But if you can start doing that, like our parents didn't have access to inner healings coaches and like, you know, all these resources we have these days to teach us about our trauma and how to manage it and how to let go of it. And, um, you know, there's just so much available to us right now. Like, I just feel like, oh, use it, like really get to the bottom and start learning who you are and why you are the way you are, um, as soon as you possibly can. Do you Um, think also, like, I think for both of us, it's kind of easy to see this, but, um, so many people never leave their hometown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't get a, a new perspective when you stay in the same exact place forever. Yeah. I think that's true too. Like either do some traveling and then go back or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's a whole like big study old world abroad, out there. Do something. Yeah. Like get out no matter mm-hmm. where it is. Even if you're in a, from a big city, like go see what do people live like in a small town or, you know, if you're from the West coast, go check out the Midwest or, you know, yeah. it's every different geographical area of our country, people are raised differently and have different belief systems and different values. And I would say I'm so proud to have been raised in the Midwest because of our just Midwest values and yeah. kind and friendly. Um, so I love that. But then I also love about myself that I left and I learned something else, you know, and not that I'm like a world traveler or anything. I would love to do more of that, but yeah. just getting some new perspective is so important. Um, yes. So just gaining awareness is the first thing. Um, and that, again, it's like, it's not easy to do. It takes a lot of prayer and reflection and, you know, meditation and quiet and asking yourself questions like, okay, why, why did I behave that way? Why did that trigger me so much? Where does that come from? You know, Mm -hmm. and is it true? Like, okay, this triggered me because I believe this, is that true? Um, And quiet is uncomfortable and it it really so uncomfortable growth comes from uncomfortable. Any success comes from failure, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. So the, so from awareness can come forgiveness. So we can forgive ourselves and others for causing our suffering. um, Whether we caused it ourselves or whether it was, you know, caused by others, we have this ability then to forgive once we become aware Um, and honestly, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to let people down. We're all going to do bad things and the wrong thing and whatever that looks like, because it's the human condition, right? We're, we're, we're humans. We can't do any better than our best. And, you know, our best comes from kind of like just where we are in the moment. Um, but then from forgiveness comes action. 
Um, so with our action based on the forgiveness and the awareness, we can prevent new unwanted agreements. We can eliminate the old damaging agreements that we have, and we can then have the space to program new agreements that will eliminate the suffering. But that's not, uh, that just doesn't happen overnight. This is a long process, right? It's eliminating the suffering over time. Um, and it's just so important to do the work because it's like one of those things, like, do you want the one year ago self? You could be the same place you are a year from now, or you could make some changes and be a whole bunch further ahead, right? For sure, yeah. Um, So what the four agreements actually are is number one is be impeccable with your word. So we know that words are powerful, right? And the building blocks of our beliefs, like it's all based on words. We're the only, humans are the only, um, we're the only ones with the ability to speak, right? We have a language. Uh, um, So that's our most powerful tool. Um, So we can use words to help people or hurt people, right? And I'm at, think of it. You were just hurt by someone's words this week, right? And that's so hard. Um, You know what I was thinking? Sorry to interrupt, but remember when you were younger and you used to say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? Sticks and stones hurt less. (laughs) Yeah, it's absolutely untrue. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, if I ever heard my kids say that, I would 100% be like, nope, it's we're going to come up with a new rhyme because yeah. mm-hmm. sticks and stuff. And, and I guess that's a way of just saying like, oh, I'm not going to let you hurt me. But it's exactly all of those words that shape us into this hurt adult where we don't know and mm-hmm. where it's so hard mm-hmm. to figure yes. out. Where did it all start and come yes. from? It's so much work to untangle it all. It definitely is. Um, so it says, say only what you mean and mean only what you say. I know we've heard that over and over again, but if you like really think about that, because your words can damage someone like to yeah. their core. I don't, I talked about it on this podcast one time and I don't remember what I said, but I said something that's sad because I bet you Asher knows, but like I said something to him that I knew he would never forget that I said, and I was so disappointed in myself. And like, how many times has that happened when we have no, when we don't realize it, when it's just something like ingrained in their little mind or, you know, whatever, or something you said to your spouse that they never forget. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know I've had plenty of those moments, you know? Well, and I used to be like, and, and part of the reason why, and in all of my healing, I've been so much better about just whatever, but I could bury somebody Somebody with with my words, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like if Mm -hmm. you crossed me for, you know, my twenties, early thirties, like if you did me wrong, oh man, yeah, you were done. But also I wasn't in my faith then, you know, and that's why like, you're so empowering. You're so encouraged. You're such a good cheerleader. I'm like, yeah, you know why? Cause I wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like you did one little thing, man, and you better look Mm -hmm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just being so careful with your words. So if you only say what you mean and you only mean what you say, and then when in doubt, just don't say anything. And that's mm. so hard for us because when we're offended or when we're defensive or, you know, you want to get your words out and you want to, you want to say what you have to say and you want to cut back, right? When someone cuts you, you want to cut them back. And it's just, it's just not worth it for any of us. And honestly, no it says so much more about us than it says about the other person. Right. Um, you need to find you a person like we have each other. So when something like this happens, cause tell each other, yep. Something Mm -hmm. was said. And what was the first thing I said? Well, I'm going to have to post about it just to 
you know, get it out there, get, get it, it off, off my mm-hmm. chest. Mm-hmm. And I do try to use kind words and, you know, whatever. And, yep. and I talked about it just briefly in my stories. And so many people were like, Oh my gosh, me too. I just can't believe the judgment or the this or that, or, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. And, and that's hard, but I refrained. After I yeah, I was like, you. she didn't do it. <laughs> I, thought, I really thought that. I really did. I, I would yeah. just was. I just needed, and thank you for always being that person. Like, I just, I just needed to talk about it, and, yep. and my sister too, and you yep. know, and it just that was so helpful. And but it, it's hard. It is hard. But words hurt. Um, so remember that. Like, remember that your words have so much power. Mm-hmm. Um, and also remember that other people's words had power on you that shouldn't have, right? But it, it just does. So the yeah. next thing, um, which is so, so hard. So first be impeccable with your word. And then, and that's the words you say to yourself too. Do not discount yeah. the words we're saying to ourselves because we're meaner to ourselves than we are to anybody else. Yeah. So taking those thoughts captive and being aware that they're there is so important part of the awareness um, part, but so don't take anything personally. Mm, 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 Right. Right. It's like so much easier (laughs) said than done. Right. But it diffuses the power of other people's words and actions. Right. Don't take it personally. It's, it's, it's damn near impossible not to Mm -hmm. take people's words personally. But Mm -hmm. if you do have this awareness of, using your own words impeccably, if you keep that at the forefront of your mind and know how powerful words are, when other people use words against you to hurt you, you have that awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like keeping these lessons at the forefront of your mind, like constantly bringing it back up and reminding yourself. And then if someone says something, like someone says something that could be damaging to you, is that true? Just like ask yourself that question. Is it true? Is it really true? Yeah. And if it, if it is, maybe you make some changes. And if it's not really true, then it can't hurt you because it's, it's, it's saying something about them and nothing about you. Um, the third thing is don't make assumptions. So again, like I, I thought about you in a lot of this because it just happened to be this day. Um, so most of our assumptions are baseless, but we give them so much merit, so much weight, right? And then this causes misunderstanding and suffering. So we're constantly assuming things every day. Like Jonathan will have an office voice when I call him and I get so annoyed because he's so annoying. And really he wasn't office voicing to me. Like he, it was nothing against me, but I'm like, oh my gosh, is he mad at me? Like he sounds frustrated. No, it's just, he's just, he's in the office. He's in work mode. He's probably a little stressed and has nothing to do with me, but I'll get in my head that like, oh, he's mad. Or like Mm -hmm. if he doesn't respond to me all day, like, oh my gosh, what did I do? He's mad at me. And And then I'm like, I didn't do anything. Then I'm somehow I'm mad at him and he was never even mad at me. But I've I've created this whole scenario in my head, right? Based on an assumption. And Um, that's maybe one way you can a little bit reverse engineer number two and number three is like, if you're, I mean, when people's words are hurting you, they're usually, they're usually just concluding their own assumption, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's why it's so hurtful because it's like, Hey, if you would have had the conversation mm-hmm. and asked me or right. whatever, right. then your assumption would right. their words hurt are based, me based so on an assumption. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so um, be aware of your natural tendency to assume things. Be aware. 
find that awareness. So look and listen without labels or judgment. That's so hard to do because we are domesticated. We are, we have all these belief systems that are ingrained into us from the time we are children that we just believe. Um, so what people say and do says far more about them than it says about you, right? It's based on their skewed version of whatever, whatever belief systems they have. Um, and number four is always do your best. So recognizing that your best today might not be as good as your best was yesterday, but doing the best you can with what you have from where you are, right? And keep doing the work of becoming aware. Like be aware, be aware, be aware, be aware. Get to the bottom of things, figure yourself out. And I think like, I don't know, hiring a coach, whatever it takes, like just like, it's so important. And it can be like the difference between, someone dying of an addiction that they're using as a coping mechanism because they can't deal with things from their past or, you know, just, I mean, I could go on and on, but it's so it's whatever the money, whatever the cost is to you, whether it be a time cost or, uh, you know, being away from your family or an actual money expense, like it's so worth it to be able to start to do this work. Um, and that was one of the first things I said to you. I was like, I, I need to get back in counseling because I, I need those tools to help me to get over, you know, these things that were said. Yep. 100% is so important. Um, So what I want everyone to do, if you find this interesting or feel like you're, you know, you're suffering because of some of the agreements with you have that you have, whether it be, you know, in your marriage or in your other relationships or just with yourself, um, but to take some time and write down the agreements that you have with Satan, Hmm. write them down. What am I uh, agreeing with Satan about? What am I saying about myself? What am I saying about others? What am I believing that just simply isn't true? And maybe it feels really true. But if you ask yourself, is it true? Is it really true? Can I prove in a court of law that this is true? (laughs) Yeah. Mostly you can't. It's based on your assumptions and your belief systems and all these other things. Um, So then I want you to go through each one, every single one and pray this prayer. Lord, forgive me for believing the lie that whatever it is, right? Lord, forgive me for believing this lie. I break this agreement in the name of Jesus, and I believe the truth of what you say about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Like literally go through and do that for every single one, and that will become part of your awareness. The next time you do that, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I literally broke that agreement. I I made that deal with God, right? Like I'm not going to go back to this agreement I had with Satan and like, how many of us would sit at coffee and be like, hey, you want to make a deal with Satan today? Hell no, you're good. But, but yet we do it every single day, right? We are doing it subconsciously and it's causing all of our suffering, truly all of it. Yeah, sorry. I'm like muting and unmuting because now the blower guy's right here. By oh, the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. And that as you said that, I just had the biggest chills. And as we know, as believers, when you say in the name of Jesus, that yeah. you rebuke like if you, Satan. Yes, you rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus. He has to flee. He has yeah. to flee. It's so simple. That That's all so you have powerful. to do. You know, bind him up, rebuke him, say it out loud, get him out. And I, I do that. Like, not my kids, not my family, not my home, not my marriage, you know, like rebuke him and cast him out in Jesus name. In Jesus' name. That's yeah. the important part. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 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 This is great. This And it was such great timing. And I love that you were like, what I want everyone to do, because 
we have to get back to doing the call to actions. That's the whole thing. (laughs) Call to action, right? The tangible thing that you can do. So we will put that prayer in the show notes. Perfect. For this week. Yes. (laughs) And um, yeah, that is so, so, so powerful. And, you know, reach out, uh, you know, to us for any prayer also and see if there's you know, find, find somebody, find some people, get some people in your corner. Who's at your table. You know, we'll always talk about that too. Who is at your table matters. You know, the energy that you're around the, if you're around negative people, that's what's going to happen. If you're around people that want to do better, even though they still have the, everybody still has the things, but when you can get around people, um, even for our team, you know, we'll have new people join our team sometimes. And I think they're like, oh, well, I'm new on the team. People aren't, you know, whatever. And so they might not show up for our team calls at first, Mm -hmm. or they think that they're bother at first, and then they get to our team and our team, God's hand is in our team. Our team is a special place beyond the success and all of that. It's just a very, very special place. Mm -hmm. And they start to come on these calls and they start to see how real and raw and everybody has the same types of things, you know, yeah. and it's just none of our problems are not unique to us. Yeah, like so many unique. people are dealing with the exact same things. And yes. I mean, you know, lots of things go on in life, but in the grand scheme, we're all sort of like facing the same types of things just at different times. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Different levels, different times, different ebbs and flows. I was going to say when you said that, so on my, I have like an auto message on Instagram when someone follows me, like, I'm like, Hey, so happy to have you here. What can I do for you today? Do you need a prayer? Do you need a discount code? Right. And so I've never prayed for so many people in my life since I started that um, message. So many complete strangers will be like, listen, this is happening in my life and I would love a prayer. And I do it immediately the second I read it. And then I tell them that I did it. Um, and it's just, it's just such a feel good thing, you know, and that creates trust immediately. And I just like, I don't know, it's just been such a thing that feels so good. And you can just get to know someone on such a deep level in such a short amount of time because they're being so vulnerable and sharing with you, like, their deepest, yeah. darkest, like hurts and fears and traumas and things that are happening. And, um, you know, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to just simply pray for someone. I could, there's nothing else I could do for that woman across the world, but pray. And it's the yeah. most important thing that I could do for her. So, and that's so cool that like, you know, we're, I'm, <laughs> there's so many things that happen, uh, just, in what people are led to believe propaganda, like whatever. Mm, yeah. Um, there's so many ways that people misuse social media, but like I changed my Instagram. I don't know if you saw somebody hope messaged dealer. me this morning to hope dealer mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh my gosh, I just love that. And when we had Beth on, for instance, like mm-hmm. it, it, these strangers mm-hmm. that you can come across, you really can form these connections and relationships with people and can make more of a difference mm-hmm. than the people that are supposed to be in your corner. And that's because a lot of times those people that are in your corner, they don't want to change. And mm-hmm. when you start to change and start to become a different person, you're still that same person. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people yeah. don't understand your changes or sometimes people don't whatever. And that's, what's hard for me. Mm-hmm. And I think why I take things so personally is because you know what, like 
I was a different person. I made a lot of mistakes. I yeah. you know did a lot of things. And so when I always want people to know, I want you to know, yeah. well, it's just your assumptions and it's not true. And, and maybe you should ask the questions, you know, but mm-hmm. when I can talk to somebody else, that's not going to judge me. Yeah. Uh, 99 also, times yeah. out of a hundred, that's what I'm going to mm-hmm. do now. The only person you need to prove yourself to is yeah. Jesus, right? Yeah. Like you, God knows your heart and he knows right. who you are and how you've changed and what you've been through. And I have no idea what made this pop into my head while you were saying that, but I just feel like I need to share this. And when I was in Nashville, when we were in Nashville, I went and left and went to my friend Kylie's. And um, I don't know if I've shared that. So when Stellan was here, I'm sure I told this, but when Stellan was here visiting last time, he and I went to church. And on the way home from church, we were at an overpass. We were stopped and there was a homeless person on the side of the road. Or I don't, I don't assume they were homeless. I don't know. They're needing money, right? Yeah. And he... I looked over, I was like, stop. And I didn't have any money. I don't have cash on me. If I do, I give it to him. I mean, you know, um, but I didn't have cash on me. And he was, I saw him like get his wallet out of his pocket and he handed me 20 bucks. And he said, I was going to put this in the bucket at church, but they don't pass the bucket anymore. Um, you know, cause we all might get COVID from the bucket. Um, so he, um, he handed it to me and he said, give it, give it to him. And, this, this person came up uh, transgender, like, like as he got, I don't, I don't, I think it was a, he, I don't know. As he got closer, he was very flamboyant and jumping and dancing. And I was like, Oh geez, dear God, Stellan is going to be like, what did I even do? What did I even do? Cause he just doesn't like, he's not exposed to a lot of that where he lives. And, um, he was saying he just got a new car and he was so excited and all that, you know, like saying all this as we're at the light and I'm, I handed him, I said, God bless you. You know, I, I wish you the best. And I rolled up the window and we went on our way and I was like afraid to look over at Stellan and make eye contact with him. Cause I'm like, Oh, like he did just such a beautiful thing. Like I hope that, and I, I just turned and looked at him and he goes, it's okay, mom. It didn't matter who it was for. I just, I know that it was the right thing to do. And I feel good about it. And I was so proud of him, but my point is my kids used to say things to me like, why do you give those people money? They're just going to go buy alcohol or do whatever. Yeah. And I said, that's not, that has nothing to do with me. My yeah. job here is to like be a good steward, right? Like just do the right thing. And for me, it feels like the right thing is to hand them five bucks if I have it. But when I was in Nashville, um, this, there was this guy that was staying with my friend Kylie as well. And he walked in and he's like, Oh, I just pulled a Kylie at the gas station. I I gave, you know, this man needed money and he asked me for dinner. So I bought him dinner and all these things, you know, and Kylie would literally give anyone the shirt off her back. She would do anything for anyone. The most giving, wonderful person, her entire family is that way. Just such a beautiful example of being a good human. And she just said, well, I just always think, what if it's Jesus? Yeah. What if it's Jesus on the side of the road? And he would show up as the most unsuspecting, like, you know, person that you would, people would probably treat so poorly or, you know, not want to be helpful to. And like, what if it's Jesus? You don't know. I just thought that was so beautiful. Like, what a beautiful way to think of it. Like, what if it's Jesus? Yeah. Wow. Got the chills there. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. I don't know why that popped into my head, but it did. Yeah. 
It was supposed to. It was supposed to. to. That's why I said it. If it pops in there, I'm supposed to say it. That's how I feel. <laughs> right. <clears throat> if it pops there, Although, that's, wait, didn't that's we just talk about being careful with your words? <laughs> I thought it through. I thought it through. It felt like a good thing to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's funny because I used to always give and then I, you know, then you hear about how those people have tons of money and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, whatever. And so yeah. like AJ always wants to give something too. And I just, if I don't have the money. If I do, we typically do as well, yeah. but. I just do. I just don't, if they have tons of money and they're still like, obviously they're like hurting on the inside to be a person that would be willing to like stand on a street corner and beg for money. Like if I gave you $5, it literally changes nothing about my life except for I can go away feeling like I did the right thing and that hopefully it can help. And maybe they just saw a little bit of the love of Jesus come through me and that would change them in some way. And, um, I don't know. And there are times when I just feel like not called to like I'm like no like sometimes I feel unsafe yeah you know and I won't roll my window down and I won't make eye contact and that's just I mean I just kind of go with my gut but I trust it and yeah yeah I love it yeah trust your gut trust your gut trust your gut um okay so you have to go to which sport baseball baseball football (laughs) kickball baseball okay footballs later yeah yeah okay well Good luck to AJ, awesome. and I hope you have the best rest of your weekend. And Thank you. You yeah, too. Yeah, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. It's Saturday, Saturday at 12.14. I, I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. It's I've lunchtime. been nibbling just a teeny bit on this protein <laughs> bar. and <laughs> Time to eat. Time to shove our faces. Happy Monday, everyone. Happy Monday. We love you. that's a wrap on another episode of activate if you found value or were simply entertained please subscribe rate and review us on your favorite podcasting platform also be sure to follow us on activate pod on facebook and instagram so you don't miss a thing thanks for your support today's the perfect day to activate your life we love y'all